You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 3, Episode 21, Benediction. Angel and Connor engage in some father-son bonding while Steven. fighting side for by side. Meanwhile, Wesley and Lila spend more time together, and Cordy and the Grusalog grow further apart. My name is Steven. Uh, my name is Steven. <laughs> uh, my name is Steven. <laughs> you can call me Steve. <laughs> and I'm Connor. Hey, hey Connor! Connor. <laughs> Welcome, Matt, to our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being so patient and not murdering us while you waited. <laughs> Is this your first podcast? This is, in fact, my second podcast. My oh. first one was about three years ago. Oh, on this so show, we were covering season two. <laughs> <laughs> when I was on a uh, when I was on an episode of Geek Fights. Oh, okay. Covering <laughs> Babylon Five. <laughs> okay. Second, there I was like, I oh, watch Geeks fight. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I'm the worst person ever. I totally forgot that you were on as a guest before. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, Not no, here. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, is Geek Fights another one of your podcasts, Robin? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> it will be soon. Uh-huh. Are they looking for guests, by the way? <laughs> Geek Fights? I'm afraid they've been off the air since I was on. Yeah. <laughs> See? Here's the, here's the thing, guys. Oh. They may not be the most frequent podcast, but longevity... <laughs> It yes, may I congratulate all of you. Every single other Buffy cast that I've tried to listen to that's done an episode-by-episode episode format has petered off somewhere around season four or five. Yeah, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, we totally, we, we totally kicked Buffy's ass when it came to doing the whole thing. Yes, yeah. there are like a couple of things from all that. Um, number one, this is probably going to be our last episode. <laughs> No. What? And number two, uh, the if not the episode by episode thing might not be so consistent <laughs> in the future, but we'll get to that. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll only be covering the opening teaser and uh, who's who in the credits <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> Robert um, Crawl, who that? No idea. Okay, <laughs> okay so. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we're here to talk about Benediction, uh, written holy, and holy. directed by Tim Minear. Yay! Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the pod. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, did y'all notice that everybody's been wearing the same outfit for about three episodes now? <laughs> yeah. What? Everyone's wearing the same outfit for three episodes now. That's what Silo and Steph said. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I told you they were right after each other. Right. Yeah. So literally. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, Everyone's wearing know. the same outfit for they three episodes. Up right where the other one left off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm skipping right ahead. Uh, the most pathetic dinner ever. Oh. <laughs> Microwave oh, so meal sad. and red wine. I'm sorry. That's so, so bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. I haven't even done that. 
Yeah, then. I microwave dinner and red wine. That's what I just had. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Story? No, 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 no. All right. Well, it sounds like we want to get right into the episode. So I will begin the recap and you feel free to begin the interrupting anytime you want. Sure, 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 sure. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) Angel returns beaten. Uh, He tells the gang that Connor is Steven. He'll be fine. Even if something else might have come out of that portal looking for him. And uh, so, guys, I was at, at this point still confused and not confused. But I hadn't really clued in to the thing that followed Connor out was Holt. <laughs> yeah. I thought that there was like a monster. Yeah. yeah. And we just hadn't seen it yet. And it was going to be something that we're going to have to deal with. And then I, I it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, as events uh, further along show, uh, that's not too far off from what actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, he is a monster. But so, still. <clears throat> different. So different kind of monster. To, what happened to Holt? How old, how old is he now? He's well, you'd have to, to assume that he's at least 17 or 18, considering years. how old yeah. Connor is. Yeah. Colts is 17? Years older. Years older. He's, he's, he's that much. I know, but he looks like he's 100 years older. Well, it was just a uh, poor meatloaf. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm using uh, terminology from a different podcast. Uh, that was just poor makeup. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's that it's that uh, weather. It's really uh, it's really damaging. <laughs> right. Um, really bears down on you. Um, okay. So, meanwhile, uh, Stephen checks into a hotel with his pockmarked father, Holtz. Uh, the next day, he assaults a big metal box to get some food, and Holtz <laughs> enjoys the benefits of indoor plumbing. Ah. <laughs> Uh, the newspaper shows that they've only been gone for days. It turns out that Stephen the Destroyer intimidated the thirsty slucks just so he could come back to murder Angel. And Holtz just followed him. <laughs> okay. Uh, Holtz never lied to him about his, who his real father was and that God delivered him to keep him safe. Yeah, Wesley's a god? <laughs> <laughs> Is, is this what yes. we're here to interpret? Yes. I mean, yeah. Is that what we're supposed mean, to say? It's just, ugh. I mean, from the time dramatics traveling shapeshifters. from Holtz are just so over the top. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh. like his acting. Uh, his acting is okay. You know, it's it's just. I think it's too much. Uh, my son, and your, I'm your, your father, and this and that, and mm-hmm. I don't oh. know. I, I really I don't get it. Fit, I think it's that vaguely English accent. <laughs> it's too pompous. I yeah. like it. I like, or I like perhaps it's the low, scary voice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the low, scary voice. You're right. It's low. <laughs> it's scary. It's maybe a little British. Holtz then tasks Stephen to go to Angel and learn about the evil that he must fight within himself. Uh, yeah, this got kind of confusing. Okay, Holtz wants him to go to Angel. He doesn't. He does. He doesn't. Like, make up your mind, Holtz. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, meanwhile, at the Hyperion, Team Angel in- collects a uh, enchanted crystal and a Geiger counter to see what else came through the portal. Shiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stole my quote. Ding, 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 ding. But, uh, yeah, so is that the first instance? No. No, but it is definitely... Fireflies already been on the air? Uh, no. No, it's... they said it on Buffy. 
Yeah, and uh, Tim Minear, of course, will be. This is his last episode of Angel. Um, until Ever? He, well, he comes back and I think writes and directs the season four finale or just directs it. Um, he comes back for that, but he goes to Firefly after this. Okay. So, oh, okay. Shiny. Um, Cordy thinks Angel is doing the right thing with uh, waiting for Steven, even though he worries that uh, he won't ever show up. <laughs> At the same time, Gru mopes in the courtyard and tricks oh, Gru. Tricks Lauren into oh. giving him advice about his relationship with Cordy. What? That's dumb. Lauren, Lauren, all Lauren ever does is give people advice. <laughs> I was Why disappointed he didn't have Gru sing something. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. He's from Pylea. He doesn't know music. That's true. Uh, sometimes, even if you hop a dimension, things might not work out. So Gru oh. decides to take a walk, telling Lauren to tell oh. Cordy if she asks. Oh, that was so pathetic. Heartbreaking. No, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Listen, Gru, if you want your woman's attention, go say hi to her, right? If you're you're trying to... And then later on what happens is really creepy. Uh, Yes. But, you know... I called it. I know you did. (laughs) I can't wait till Stephen murders Gru in the next episode. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Anybody want to make a prediction how Cordy gets her Gru back? Nailed no. it. Nailed it. No. <laughs> okay, good night, everyone. <laughs> no, uh, so Gru, Gru is so lame uh, and so sappy and pathetic. The word is pathetic, guys. Mm-hmm. Gru is pathetic. He traveled different dimensions to be with her, and she yes. can't even get the time of he day. Did. He's in, that's, he's you know what title. that's called, Kim? It's called codependency. <laughs> <laughs> and no. it only works if both of them are codependent and she ain't so maybe Gru better get a life Gru get a life you you want Cordy to find you more attractive and more appealing than Angel go out and be somebody go do something with yourself don't just mope around and be be like uh, in a world uh, that he's never been to <laughs> well, he'll, he'll be just fine I'm sure he could work as a hand model or other kind of model. Yeah. Uh, he's in LA. He can find all kinds of weird things There's to do all for money. Sorts of quote unquote modeling jobs modeling available in LA. Jobs in LA. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's like don't, it, don't nobody wants a lap dog. Am I right, ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a resounding vote of confidence <laughs> yes. and continue my rant. <laughs> Nobody wants a lap dog. Go out and be something. Go be somebody. Stop being a loser. Yeah, I said it. Gru's a loser. Loser Gru. Gru loser. Gruzer? No, Gru loser. Gru loser. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Angel mourns the loss of his son, which is even more powerful Again. with him in this dimension and hating him. Cordy reassures him that he'll be back. He's family. Yeah, they're in uh, Angel's half-painted bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And he moved the old boxing bag upstairs. Who does all the drywalling in there? Angel's. Yes. Yeah, they don't have a Xander. (laughs) Maybe he hires Xander. (laughs) No, it's Angel, because as we know from my rant about the walls in the flashbacks in Ireland, 
he must have known about drywall centuries ago. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really good. Wow, that's an amazing callback to last season, which was about five years Shut ago. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We all have busy lives. <laughs> I was just thinking how funny it would be that we find out we sometimes somehow find out like like offhand Cordy mentions that Xander does come down and like rebuild the rooms, but really it's not that exciting to actually put, actually put on the show. <laughs> He's just doing it in the background. Yeah. Uh, Off screen. So okay, after they mention after Cordy says that Connor will come back, he's family. Then we cut to the most pathetic dinner ever. Yes, uh, kicking back with a lean cuisine and some wine. Wesley his- and Gru should be roommates. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> roommates. <laughs> when his uh, computer beeps, he clicks on something that looks like email, but it's actually a Word document. It's a message <laughs> to meet somebody <laughs> later. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, hey guys, it, that was back when before Apple realized that the Apple logo should look right side up when people are watching you work. <laughs> that was one of those old uh, black uh, MacBooks, early early MacBooks. <laughs> I mean, that oh. wasn't an actual. E- I mean, maybe I'm not familiar with early. early no, MacBooks. it wasn't. A, no, it wasn't an email. But you see, uh, uh, Robin, what? When? When did this episode air? Ninety nine. So in 1999, we were still two thousand two. Sorry, two thousand two. I'm an idiot. So in two thousand two, we were still, and this has actually lasted a very long time. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in popular culture, TV and movies, whenever someone has to like uh, do a, <laughs> an internet search, there's, it's always like some off-brand made-up <laughs> search engine and it's, and it's all like and, 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 they, and, and there are people designing interfaces for phones because nobody wants to just show the iPhone, right? Yeah. Um, so we're, <laughs> this is still in, in that era of, oh, we can't show anybody using Outlook, so <laughs> just have something on the desktop that says message. <laughs> because it miraculously just nobody knows how it works. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just put something there. It's like uh, it's the same approach as when people used to be driving. You know, like Tunsis. <laughs> everybody who drives in TV for a long time was always moving the steering wheel way too much, <laughs> right? Just so that they look like they were driving. It's it's the, oh same, my it's gosh. the same thing. Can I can I tell tell you a, a recollection which that reminds me of? It. Let's, no, of let's, let's flash back here. I was in high school, and this guy Ray was hilarious. He was like a he loved like Rodney Dangerfield basically, um, and he'd always give me like rides back and forth to school. And he had like the hottest car, you know, because that was all his image and stuff. But his favorite thing to do was to drive past people kind of slowly, but like holding his hands over the wheels and gesturing wildly, like he was losing control of the car, even though his hands <laughs> were actually on the wheel. <laughs> and so people driving by would just like look at him, like what the <laughs> every time they drive by. Was oh my gosh. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was an interesting bit of uh, technology on TV thing. Yeah. It, it always makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, so he gets a message, a mysterious message, and it says, follow the white rabbit. <laughs> Wait, no, almost. You up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the hotel, everyone follows Fred, who uses her interdimensional monster detector, straight to something hot, Angel's son. 
<laughs> gross. No. <laughs> so gross. I was like, ew. Were they trying to make him like the new heartthrob? Because I was like, ew. <laughs> no. Even, uh, no, not a heartthrob material, that boy. No. Uh, Angel introduces everyone to Steven, who is shy but definitely frowny towards Lorne. Uh, what to do? Steven's a racist, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, you know what my favorite part was? When Cordelia was just screaming. Hey, Joe! Hey, Joe! That was great. Because that's exactly it. how you talk in a club. Yep. <laughs> or to your daughter when she has her headphones on. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so, some girl is in trouble with some vampires. Uh, and we notice that her visions now integrate the people around her into them. So Angel is literally, well, not literally, but actually in front of her in the club, but not in the club, you know. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Angel decides to take Steven out to the club because Steven is all about the killing. When he's that 17, was weird. I can totally get into a club, no problem. Yep. With his dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm his dad. Hey, There's a vampire club. They, they don't care. They can hey, totally get in with steaks and everything. I have a stupid question. I don't remember how Cordelia became a demon. <laughs> Please explain. Oh, a skip. 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 skip the, okay, skip the skip. selfish asshole. The guy from the office. She was on like a sitcom for a minute. And then, yeah, <laughs> and it was a wonderful life. And then she realized that the visions would drive Angel insane. And then he just he gave him he, Skip gave the visions back to her, but made her like half demony. And so she's de- half demony and and floaty and glowy and and. Uh, no, I haven't gotten to the glowing part. Well, we've had a glowy. Okay, we've had her glowy before. Oh yeah, a little, a little. <laughs> Nothing like this. I mean, this was... She went full-on Galadriel, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was some serious shit right there. Well, she pretty much did when they uh, cleared out the slugs the last time, too. That's slugs. (laughs) 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 I couldn't... You know, it's funny, because I thought that name was hysterical, reading about it, and they never actually mentioned it in the script for uh, the price. Uh, but they actually like Holtz. I think Holtzer or Stephen Stephen Connor uh, mention it by name in this episode. So, yeah. what the slugs are? It's all those glowy slugs. Uh, speaking of glowy, at the Electro Glow Stick Club, I made that <laughs> name up. Uh, we see that this is where Wesley is meeting Lila. She Ooh. wants to let Wesley. She has a martini. Yeah. <laughs> She got the whole death of Justine all set up to go by a bunch of bloodsuckers. And Wesley wonders if she should uh, stay or go. Uh, and Lila is happy to see that. That, you know, he's sort of like half cares. Um, and okay, I'm, we have to talk about this. Yeah. So she went through all this trouble to set up Lila, uh, to set up Justine versus the vamps. Uh-huh. To what end? What is she testing in Wesley, really? How bad is he? I'm not at liberty to say at this time. No, I think it's oh, pretty apparent you. at this point. I mean, is how... Oh, well, Robin, please explain, because I'm confused. What What is she Wolfram testing? Wolfram and Hart is it, all, about the, all about the corruption. It's all about... It's all about... Oh, so straining the goodness out of people. To see if he's going to yeah. be bad? Yeah. If he doesn't... Yeah, because it, that's... Weird. She, she slit his throat. She's trying to t- to see if he st- if he wants retribution. 
for his injury by seeing her die, or will he rescue her or or let well, her? Of course, in? he's going to intervene. He's Wesley Wyndham Price. Uh-huh, yeah, but, but she, he does but say, like, I don't know what I'm, what I should do, or you know, he's like indecisive of what he should do. And Lila actually is like just happy that that happens. So hmm. I didn't Jeez. get the sense he was indecisive though. I think she it was wanting to see if this uh, if this experience and this event in his life turned him uh-huh. to dark side. Like he's she's totally. been trying to warn, win him over, you know. Yeah, the whole Dante's Inferno yeah, she book. Yeah, it was so funny. Ha ha ha! Did you see that? I said, "Come along," because oh, yeah, that's what you come with. You have no friends. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. How else would you come, really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wesley. Uh, yeah, so Wesley's up there, and she's like, ooh, are you going to step in? He's like, uh, we don't have to worry about that. Look. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, okay, so Con- oh, do you have the lines in front of you? No. Uh, I was just going to say, Connor doesn't understand why Angel kills his own. Oh, I was just going to I was just gonna um, clear up the, like, uh, um, Lila says, uh, wait. So Wes is like, you don't know the first thing about me, do you? And she says, yeah. probably not. And he says, like, will he go straight to his car or will he stop to warn her first? And then she goes, oh, he has to stop and think about it. That's good. That's all I really needed to know. You can go. <laughs> so, that's And that's weird. what he's like. It's a test. So. Yeah. Oh, it's like there are better ways to, I don't know, seem like a waste of resources. And also no, it like, leads us to a future scene. Well, also she says, well, I was going to have her pulled out of there before anything you know, really lethal happens. No one believes that. And then uh, that's when Angel and Connor, uh, excuse me, Stephen walk in and, um, <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, I guess I don't have to do that. So, um, on the floor below, Angel and Stephen discuss tactics. And when the vamps attack, Stephen breaks out his super jump. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the two fight side by side. And it looks like Angel's having a bit of fun here. Hey, yeah. what what parent doesn't enjoy spending the day with their kid? Yeah, killing, and it's Dusting. great. In the scene, you can see that like Wesley, Lila, and Justine all seem to have figured out who this kid is. I don't understand how he'd be like, "Oh, that's his kid." I don't know. Lila didn't yeah. figure it out. Wesley, Wesley figured it out. Yeah, Wesley. Said, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because okay, Angel is tall and broad shouldered and Connor <laughs> is yeah, Darla wasn't. Connor's just a scrawny little kid. <laughs> but, Dar- but Darla wasn't big, tall and broad shouldered. She was a broad who had shoulders, what? <laughs> Maybe he got his frame from his mom. That's why he's Maybe. so petite. There was one part where they just before they had like this like a glamour shot back to back. I was like, this Connor is so scrawny. Yeah, <laughs> he's no angel. I don't know. I just love Connor the, way that the was destroyer filmed. of what? Really? Yeah. Well, sandcastles. So sandcastles. Is that what he was building his reputation on? Destroying sandcastles. <laughs> <laughs> I will, however, point us back to. <clears throat> episode two of Buffy and take a look at uh, David Boreanaz's physique then. Did he look like Connor? <laughs> he was nowhere near the uh, 
the uh, broad-shouldered Beefcake? man that he is now. Yeah. Uh, Maybe there's a reason why he always fights with a coat on, guys. Shoulder pads. <laughs> Maybe if Connor wore more, more eyeliner, there would be a resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not enough gel in his hair, guys. <laughs> Nowhere near. So, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, I love, the, I love this scene. I just loved it. The way it was well, filmed. Well, I, mean, I like that Connor is, was. he's kind of torn. Yeah. Yes. I was because convinced he, he was just faking at this point. No, because he enjoys fighting with his dad. And just as, um, oh, I'm sorry, that's another television show I was watching. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he would always look, he, if, you know, on every television show you see, a child always wonders what their dad would be like if they don't grow up with their dad. So, yeah. and, and he's been told that his dad is a monster who, you know, has this monstrous face, but his dad kills demons. And this kid was raised to kill demons. Right. So it's like he's so confused. Why do you kill your own kind? Mm. Yeah. So has anyone ever like actually explicitly told Stephen that, uh, that Angel has a soul? Because that seems like a pretty important detail to me. Yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, there's a hatch. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if. I, well, I don't think it's been communicated yet whether or not Stephen knows that or whether that's that's like the number one thing. I don't understand. Uh, We're not was, stupid. Was it like if this if, if this were real life? Like you you intru- you introduce yourself to someone who has the wrong impression about you, and there's one detail about you that if you actually verbalize uh, has a chance to. To, to persuade the majority of people who are prejudging you that they're wrong about you, and you keep it to yourself all the time. I don't get it. it it's dumb. S.O.D. Just leads to more uh, reasons to have draw. Let me bring up two things that happened during the fight. One of the, angel, one of the angels, one of the vampires said that Justine thinks she's a slayer. Oh, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Talk about how she's like Buffy and the Witch. Um, no. Did we talk about that or did I read that? After? No, no, yeah, I don't Just think so. Because she, she's kind, she kind of comes from darkness, and and also later on they talk about you know hate is uh, such a motivator. Oh, she's she's like a dark slayer. Hmm. I don't like this Justine. No, she seems more like a groupie than anything. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, she's like looking for a. A leader. She's looking for somebody to, to follow. A daddy. <laughs> Again, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. keep mentioning every single time Justine comes up, this character would have hit even harder if it was Kate. You think so? I mean, not oh, literally, but, <laughs> but, uh, but this would have been amazing if it was Kate. I, I think it would just, Was it supposed to be Kate or no? Yeah. It was, originally. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> I mean, okay. sure, there might have still been some problems there, um, but... I, I don't know. It's, it would be cool to have a char- uh, an actress that we're we've been with since season one, you know, off and yeah. on. It would have been cool, for Kate, to actually do something. Yeah, have like a character art. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been weird to see Kate fall in love with Holtz. But maybe if she took on uh, her her friendship with Holtz as more of a father figure to replace her dead father. Yeah, I will uh-huh. be your father. <laughs> <laughs> Put your little head in mine. And also, uh, during the fight in the club, Lala says, who's the boy wonder? When talking about Connor, this is a reference to Batman and Rob, Robin Angel. Did you just say Angel Robble? being Bat- 
Yeah, I'm asleep. I thought you said Rommel, the World War One uh, <laughs> military expert. Batman and Robin, Angel. I was I was combining the words Robin and Angel. Uh, Angel being Batman, Connor being Robin. <laughs> and that was really cute in the alley when they were like horseplaying and and fighting. That was awful and gr- and and cringeworthy. Yeah, oh, I thought it was sweet. Oh. I thought it was cute, and but I gotta say, my I, the weirdest part was when like he's in the uh, Stevens in the alley. Angel pops up behind him, just as Batman trek behind him, and uh, Stephen comes at him with the stake, in which Angel then punches his arm around so it stakes another vampire behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but not half as ridiculous as horseplay. <laughs> Come on, you never got I a little find, little. Uh... I I find horseplay on television and in movies the most absurd thing. <laughs> it's really absurd, you guys. Unless it's homoerotic, then it's not. Uh, in this case, it couldn't be, so it was just absurd. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's something. <clears throat> Something that, a very father son thing, especially if you've just like killed a bunch of vampires together with your son, kind of thing. Hey, yeah. let's let's frolic after all that murder. <laughs> here's so here's how we're gonna get the adrenaline out of our systems. Let's frolic about. Angel Angel was like giddy with pride yeah. in his son. So my son just ah. kicked a bunch of ass. I love kicking ass. <laughs> oh, is it in his blood? Lame. Cringe. And an old, good old, old pock faced Holtz is watching nearby. <laughs> From nearby scaffolding, I believe. Is it Edward James Holtzmos? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my apologies to Edward James Holtzmos. <laughs> you yeah, mean Jacob James Holtzmos? Like- Jacob James Holtzmos. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, okay, this is what Holt wants. Did he? Is this what he was orchestrating? You know. Well, <laughs> it was really weird. It was so half-assed. I thought that Holt had sent Stephen out to get in Angel's good graces to then murder him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been logical. That would have made some sense. But instead, go on, go on. All right, we'll get to it. Go on. <laughs> What we expect. After uh, hold on, wait. What? It may have been what we expect. I, I I agree. However, you know what I don't expect? Something that makes no sense, which is what we got. It doesn't make any sense. Continue. <laughs> I'll get to the parts that I, I feel think. like we're gonna need to talk it through. Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, okay, so after Angel tells Cordy about his night with Stephen, like a proud father, Cordy tells him that she was And she's in- like beaming. She was beaming. She was like so happy for him that he's so proud of his child. Yeah, she says it was beautiful. She was able to go back into her vision. She's got the power to go back into her vision and just kind of watch things. So yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's crazy and super creepy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, even though Steven swears he wasn't deceived by Angel, uh, Holtz tells him his place is by his real father's side. Stephen then storms out of the hotel, and Cordy and Fred see that the interdimensional bogey was a short, scary Holtz. <laughs> okay, so Holtz 
at this point is telling Stephen what exactly? I think he's telling him, like, I can see how much you are enjoying uh, uh, being his, his son. All right. To what end? Because this is the thing. This is the thing. Because it's that damn letter, you guys. <laughs> that yeah. letter throws well, everything on its head and then nothing makes sense. Because right now, at this point, I see Holtz as a manipulator. Yeah. He's being Machiavellian or Machiavelli. He's being Machiavelli. Uh, he's uh, he's orchestrating a way to get right. you know he sees he, he identifies and sees that Stephen is reticent to murder his his biological father um, and uh, uh, yeah and and so what he does is he Holtz concocts a way to get Stephen to uh, convince himself that he must do it right so lets right. him go and have fun and gr- and then he wants him to feel guilt for having fun with Angel exactly, right exactly yes and then that'll come mm-hmm. into play and all that jazz. But that letter totally messes up this theory, you guys. And so, and the show is telling me two things. Let's so read on. that letter line by if line. Only, if only we it. could speak directly to the writer. Of this <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. One thing about the letter is that Holt specifically tells Angel to read the letter. Mm. It's, it's addressed as much to Angel as it would be to Stephen. In fact, probably even more to Angel. Than the Steven. Yes, to convince Angel that he's just being he's 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 got a good heart now and he's he's learned the love of a son and that he's he's doing the right thing and letting him go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <sighs> after Angel tells Cordy, oh wait, no, I got that part done. Um, Steven shows up at the hotel and ready to get into a fight with too sober to take any of your shit, Lorne. Uh-huh. <laughs> when Cordy intervenes. Uh, Cordy tells him that if he doesn't like demons, well, she's uh, half demon too. And in a move that still makes me jump <laughs> on the rewatch, Stephen pulls a <laughs> knife at her. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. <laughs> he wheels on her so quickly, and he's got this face that looks like the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Cordy's yeah. self-defense practice. She grabs him by the wrist, just like everyone is taught. Grab the stabber with her by, by the wrist, and then she all up Galadriel's man. Yeah, the blade she gets disappears. Glowy and super ominous, and then the blade disintegrates. Man, yeah, that was really great. I like that effect. That was awesome. And Elsa Much says, "Let it the, go, baby." Jumping up on the bus last week. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, baby. Let it go. And that, Steven yeah. crumples into her chest and Cordy soothes him. And it's like a baby, a mother holding a baby, maybe. Like yeah. like she was doing maybe days ago. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as she's holding him closely to her chest, Angel watches from above. So as I plug in my computer, feel free to talk about that. So, well, and, and then we get the sympathy for, for uh, Connor because she explains... That she can feel that uh, the darkness and all the evil from the dimension he was in got into his Hortoth, soul right? and everything. Kortoth. Kortoth. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's temporary, though. It's beautiful, right? man. It's temporary. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. We're about to get to a part where I'm just going to lose my shit. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> a- 
after, uh, Lauren is very impressed with Cordy's powers. It seems that she was able to give his soul a colonic and wash all that Kortoth shit out of him. Gross. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) And Angel thanks her. Uh, Steven is remorseful and teary-eyed. Angel offers him a place to stay. And it's here where Steven clues him into the fact that Holtz is back. Uh, that's what Angel sends him off with Gunn and Fred. Cordy tells Angel that, sure, kill the crap out of Holtz. Fuck that guy. But don't lie to your son about it. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Also, uh, <laughs> Holtz is a human, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Angel can't kill him. I, I'm not physically, Why? but just based on his code of ethics. Oh. Oh, wait, no, he murdered all those lawyers. Never mind. Yeah. I forget Angel is actually a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking about that while watching this episode, because, like, Angel killed this guy's son. I mean, I mean, not his son, his, um, his family. Yeah, his no, it was his son and his daughter. Yeah, his wife, yeah. his entire family. And I'm just like, because I'm like, oh, I, I, I was beginning of this episode i'm sympathizing with angel because i'm just like oh he's such a he stole his he stole connor he took him away for 17 years i'm like angelus murdered this guy's whole family exactly angelus angelus yeah angel didn't i know but still even though he's he's the same guy i mean he's not as bad anymore but it's the same guy i don't think this guy's about to eat any babies (laughs) no i know listen but it's the same guy it's yeah. the same eyes, it's the same brain, it's the same ears, it's the same fangs. Like, it's yes, the same he, he individual. inhabits the same so, body. You know, so it's, yeah. it's like, it's he's he's got all those feelings, he's got all that remorse, he's got all that guilt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why he's always fucking brooding all the time. Because I'm right. fucking, that was so bad. Yeah, but so many long. people have told and him I'm over. never going to tell Illyria what I did for those hundred years in that <laughs> hell dimension. <laughs> Uh, he's always people are always telling him you were a different person. You're you shouldn't, but he still continues to carry that. Uh, yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, and the, from Holt's about- perspective, from Holt's perspective, Angel needs to pay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. There, no, there should no be some kind of, of reparation. Yeah, but there's no amount of apology or uh, telling him as much as he wants how sorry. There's no amount of it. Like, yeah, because to Holt, it doesn't matter that Angel has a soul. So should it be yeah, capital punishment for Angel? He should he die? because no, capital punishment is dumb. <laughs> but so he should, should he should a, do something. He should he should make reparations. He's, he's got a like, gypsy yeah. curse. He's tortured for centuries. Okay, make make Robin. reparations. Say someone like, come, someone comes and kills your whole family. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's nothing that that person can do, no matter how much of a redemption that they want. <laughs> like, there's no amount of in the world. I think that that you would forgive that person. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, uh, debatable for sure. I just uh, host a podcast about Angel, and I I always seem to side with him. <laughs> so. Yeah, of course, I was doing the same thing. I'm like, oh, he's a good guy. Ah, so what? He killed a few people. That was bad. This is now a few hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, and oh, also God. wait. Also, going back to. Uh, Talk in the in the beginning when um, Holt and Connor are having the conversation about God 
what did he say? God brought you here. Or yeah. Thank God for this. He gave that's, it to God gave it to no, you. I've got that quote there, but okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it is just um, t- to um, it. It was a character. It's part of Holt's character that you know when his family was killed, he um, you know it was it was some kind of he was religious. And maybe being a, uh, from what year was that? Like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just um, filling out and making him more of a, uh, of a of a more of a character. Holtz, uh saying, "Hey, remember back uh, in the last season? He, you know, he, when his family was murdered, he was a Christian person. So I don't think that they were actually. You know what I mean?" No. Uh-huh. Am what? I making myself clear? <laughs> what are you trying to uh-huh. say? What, what point are you making? <laughs> I'm just saying I that... I think that, he's trying to say that he lost his faith at that point. Yeah, and it was just... Um, that's a character thing, just to bring up uh, that that he is... Uh, uh, his character is Christian. Right. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's go on. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. Not important. <laughs> Can't make my, can't make my point. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to follow you, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's Coca Cola's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Justine tracks Holtz down to his hotel, and uh, he tells her that hate kept him alive in Kortoth, but then hate turned to love for a son, and now he needs one more favor from her. Oh my God! Uh, you're going to kill me. <laughs> this is fine, but then two pokes. I'm confused. That letter. Ah! Two pokes ain't good enough for you. You can't. You can't get no more than two pokes. Two pokes. I don't know what I'm trying to do here. Uh, all right. Next scene. Fred. And- uh, now that now that Connor's got rid of his darkness, Fred and Gun take him to the ocean. Yes. The big empty ocean. (laughs) I think they should take him to an amusement park. Take him to a bowling alley. Everyone loves bowling. What are these idiots doing? What's wrong with a dark beach? (laughs) To just look back at your life. Have you ever seen a child play in a playground after dark? They probably thought he'd have plenty of sandcastles (laughs) to kick over. He'd be happy. That was super creepy. Hey, let's take him to the beach with no sun. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe maybe they wanted to introduce him to Dr. David Hasselhoff, you know, Baywatch Nights and everything, but nope. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen takes a uh, closer look, and Fred starts talking about how creepy it is to have to distract Stephen while Angel deals with Holtz. And it turns out that Stephen actually has some great hearing. <laughs> And it's actually better in, next to a roaring ocean than it is in a quiet hotel where Angel first instructed Fred and Gunn to distract him for a while. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Still a great scene. I love that I whole I cannot bit. even. I love how he turns and looks at them and you're like, can he hear us? <laughs> and he just no runs out. No way. Back at the hotel, Cordy sees a silhouette that she thinks is Angel and is happy to see him. It turns out to be sad Gru. Pathetic loser Gru. Gru loser. (laughs) A huge cliffhanger right here. (laughs) Holtz finishes a letter as Angel invites himself into his room. 
Angel is ready to beat the geriatric Holtz when he's reminded how Holtz's son was killed by Angelus. Angel apologizes to him. Holtz thought taking his son would be justice, but it was vengeance. And so he's giving him back. He's kind of lost his taste for it. And everything- Okay, stop. So Holtz is lying here? Mm-hmm. He's yes. very much about vengeance. And that letter was a ruse? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. Was stupid show. Make it overly complicated. <laughs> should have just stuck with a straightforward shit. <laughs> I was not impressed. And he says that every time that Stephen calls him father, Angel will be reminded of what he took from Holtz. And now he's leaving and only wants Angel to give Stephen this letter. And when Stephen tries to find him, he'll be gone. He'll never be found again. Um, Another lie! <laughs> uh... Angel reads the farewell letter from Holtz, you know, at his in his car. Um, and meanwhile, Stephen is hurtling cars to get back to the uh, the cheap hotel. And as this happens, Holtz prepares a final fuck you to Angel. <laughs> oh, wait, so Stephen slash Carter is human, correct? He is. He's superhuman. He's a metahuman, if you will. All right. Because I remember like, when, le- when he was flying in the first time we saw him. I was like, what? Well, he, he's got a big super jump. That's as much yeah. of power we have. He, uh, he's got good hearing and a super he's jump. He's really quick with a knife. Yep. And I think he's very strong to be so scrawny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He lifted that vending machine all by himself. Yeah, that's At true. The time, he was <laughs> so theorized he to be a male it. slayer. Oh, yeah? Mm. He doesn't understand that he's part demon. So, yeah. Genetics oh. is confusing in Hortoff. <laughs> yeah. Holt says right. Justine stab him in the throat twice to make it look like a vampire attack. And Stephen finds you Justine asshole. with him and says, Angelus, credits. Yeah. What an Get asshole. What an awful, <laughs> awful, awful person. Such a dick move, Holt. <laughs> Brilliant. Justine almost didn't go through with it. Almost. <laughs> No, she was like, oh, big baby. I don't know I can do this. Well, you know, she was in love with him. I don't get that. Moving on. <laughs> Who knows how she was able to find him at the hotel? It was some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe she followed Connor uh, or Stephen. No. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what else? Any other points you guys want to discuss about this episode? <sighs> Ah, uh, got the letters. Is the next on the finale? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> I need a summer break. <laughs> Maybe not this kind of summer break. <laughs> so we'll see. It'll be, uh, yeah, I don't know. So. Uh, Wait, uh, well, Illyria, yes. why do you say that? You do, uh, Just because of the whole Holtz motivation well, and just... manipulation and... I don't know. Or adding a, a, a male Dawn character to this, season, to this series is off-putting. Like, here, here's the deal. Holtz never loved Connor slash Steven ever. Because if he did, he would not have done this. He's still just looking for revenge, and the revenge he wants here is to is to instigate patricide. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants. You you killed my son. I'm going to make your son kill you. That's what he wants. He wants to institute that. The problem is there are going to be some serious repercussions for Stephen slash Connor. Like he is not going to deal well with this. It will. It, 
He might be in denial for a little bit, but eventually it'll dawn on him what happened. And it's it's very important to realize that the motivation here has nothing to do with Stephen. Holtz is just a bad guy. And if you're going to be a bad guy, why go through with the overly dramatic, overly complex theatrics? Just convince Stephen to kill his dad. And I guess this is it, but did it have to be this complicated? Couldn't you just Yeah, because he doesn't want his he doesn't want his son to know that he well, his son. He doesn't want Steven to know that he did all this, that he conjured all this up. He wants he wants him to to hate Angelus well, yeah. on his own. Yeah. He doesn't want to fold. He wants to put the pieces together and be like, I need to kill this vampire. Yeah, and I wonder All like right. I wonder if this plan he didn't he orchestrated after watching um Connor. Like he was hoping maybe uh excuse me, Steven. He was hoping Steven would go to Angel, not like him murder him. And then he sees him play fighting with him in the alley and he's like, all right, I really <laughs> got to get him to kill him. What am I going to do? What's the only other thing he loves in this world? And it's me. Plan B. It's me. So, uh, and then Justine shows up and he's like, perfect. You know, <laughs> I can't do this myself. <laughs> Actually, he could have, but I guess he needs someone to hide the ice pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not only just a, uh, F you to Angel, it's kind of a final like F you to his son as well. <laughs> Pro- demon uh-huh. product of a demon to to demons that he, you know swore vengeance against for eternity. And in the end, I think it all comes back down to what Holtz was talking about uh, when he was first uh, brought to uh, the 21st century uh, by Sajan, where he was after vengeance. And and part of the manipulation that we saw at the you know, particularly with the letter, was getting Angel to drop his guard to really, really take that fuck you when <laughs> Stephen kills him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I get it. I, I just what I was confused. You're just confused. That was all. There, that's I all was exasperated with. Okay, I was, and now I'm not anymore. And and I'm just. Uh, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Uh, any more points before we do feedback? I really don't have. I'm at a lot. I mean, Steph rattled off some trivia. Um, Lila does mention undead Americans. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> that something that uh, Buffy says to Angel in like the first season, I think. Well, I mean, I, I, can, I swear I can't remember. Gru may be gone next episode and never to return, but I can't remember. But. Uh-huh. I, um, I'm saying I'm saying I'm not spoiling you because I don't remember. But like I was watching. Uh, Flash well, we the all other sus- day. I suspect that Stephen's going to kill Gru. Mm. Well, the other day I was watching Flash, and uh-huh. this character comes back from another dimension or whatever. I, I can't even explain the Flash. I just enjoy it. And she's reunited with her boyfriend, and they're going to be together forever, and they're so happy. And then, like, three episodes later, I have no reason, but I got to go. Bye. (laughs) My arc is over. My three-episode guest stint is up. You know, there was, like, no character reason for her to leave. She just left. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is a great – this is a great arc for him uh, emotionally. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's. I mean, it is pathetic. It's. It's sad that oh. he's just 
he's just here for her. He has yeah. no person of his own. He has no, um, oh, what's the word that they always say about female characters? They have no agency. Agency. He has no agency of his own. He is only there for his I've princess. I've never heard of that before. Really? Yeah. I have. No agency? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that you are not the agent of your own future, that you are not in control of your own destiny, that you're in fact... But I think that that's the point of his character. He has no agency. Yeah. Yeah, which is why he's pathetic. Does this episode pass the Beck Grew test? (laughs) (laughs) Feedback? Sure. Doc Brown sent us a voicer mail. Let me cue it up. Alrighty. Hey, Redemption Cast. It's Moira here. It's been a long time since I've chatted with you. Before I can give you feedback on Benediction, I have to I have to confess. Um, I was trying to be good. I was trying to watch the show with you and stay at your pace, but well, you just you got you you were going so slowly and, and I kinda want to know what's gonna happen next and so I yeah, I kind of went ahead and um, I finished the whole series. <gasps> what? Okay, so uh, back to this. Um, first off, it was fun to hear Gabby's voice last week. Even if she does hate Angel, and I don't hate Angel, I still love you, Gabby. And um, <laughs> no, it's just fun whenever you're around. That was neat. Um, but I agree. Pete Campbell. Uh, I, uh. <laughs> Connor reappeared on the screen, and it was Pete Campbell. I just about died too. So Gabby, I'm with you, girl. I should, oh, hate him. Just hate him. All he does is sullenness. That's it. That's all he does. <sighs> kind of a one note wonder. Um, okay. Highlight of this episode for me is anything to do with Cordelia's coolio new demon powers. She's just amazing. And maybe that's where the title comes from. You think benediction? She kind of gives Connor her blessing in a way, doesn't she? She. Um, you know, exercises his demons, sort of, so to speak, sort of, or at least the essence of Kortoth. Um, Holtz, you're a horrible human being. That's all I have to say. You're just, you're diabolical and you're horrible. And, um, uh, oh, and I enjoyed the bar fight choreography with, uh, Connor and Angel fighting together. I don't know why I liked that so much, but I just really did. And Lila, Lila, you're just mean. You're mean to, you're mean to, um, Wesley, just me. Because, hey, yeah, he don't got nobody. Um, okay. I'm super sleepy, so I'm afraid if I keep babbling on, it will make no sense whatsoever. So I'm just going to say, nice to have you guys recording regularly again. I've missed you. And uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye, Moira. Bye. Thanks, Moira. I also think Thank benediction you, is like, you know, the blessing given by Holtz as well. <laughs> It's a bit of a blessing. Go be with your father. You can have my son. Angel, yada, yada, yada. Ray Ray writes in, I don't get why Angel doesn't just tell Connor the whole story about how Holt stole him as a child. I feel like he isn't taking the opportunity to to do that when he and Connor are alone. Besides that, seeing the two of them fight side by side was actually kind of cool. Although Connor's petulant attitude is kind of annoying, even if it is understandable seeing as... He grew up in a hell dimension where Holtz raised him to hate Angel. Um, but just because it makes sense doesn't make it any less annoying. 
I wish that we got to see more of Dark Wesley. I found this his conversation with Lila interesting, and Lila calling vampires undead Americans pretty funny. Holt is sneaky, though, and his plan is pretty good. He played Angel like a fiddle. For a second there, I almost believed he was sincere. Ray. Thank you, Ray. You know what? I think that's what got me. I believed Holtz was sincere, and that's why I got all messed up and confused. Yeah. Um, I actually have a tiny bit of trivia I could read here about Dark Wesley. Um, I had it bookmarked, but I forgot to mention it, since there wasn't much Wesley in this episode. But this is Alexis Denisoff talking about Wesley's new look. Uh, I like the new look. We took the big fight and the slitting of the throat and going to the hospital as there was an obvious couple episodes where he wasn't wearing his glasses and he wasn't shaving again for obvious reasons. They just liked the look Uh in the head office. They said, well, this kind of matches where he is internally. Let's keep this for a while and assume you're wearing contacts or had laser surgery with all the time off you were in the hospital. It was kind of, (laughs) could you zap the retinas for me while you're stitching up my larynx? We didn't go to great pains to explain it. The beauty of drama is that you can make these little jumps and people just fill in the gaps for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay with no glasses. I'm that's Alexis Stanisoff about uh, on how TV deceives us. <sighs> right. <laughs> I just okay. This is the way I think of. it. Are you calling Angel fake news? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I think of it. When Wesley uh, is at uh, the Hyperion, he's got his nose in a book and he's reading all the time. But now he's not doing the research. And the studying up on the demons, so he has no reason to wear his glasses. Okay. He probably overcooks his lean cuisines, though. Yeah, I can't read those instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, six minutes? Whatever. <laughs> and is it just me, or did that wine look like grape juice? <laughs> it's very weak. That did not look like proper wine, but he is from England. <laughs> um... Yeah, somebody's um, gonna get offended by that, maybe. <laughs> Shall we rate? Oh yeah, I gotta open up my ratings. Uh, Matt, yikes! What did you think? I forgot to come up with a rating system. Kim, what? Kim, <laughs> go. I enjoyed this episode a lot because usually I'm watching an episode of Angel now, unfortunately, and I'm just sort of like, oh, I gotta watch this for the podcast. <laughs> but I I enjoyed it, and it, it I got to thinking about um, Angel versus Angelus, and, because um, I forget that he was a complete dick in past <laughs> life. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Yeah. Murder's, and, murder's um, demon. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of this episode. All the Cordelia stuff I really, really liked. And I thought it was a lot of a great setup for the finale next time we, next episode. So I'm going to give this eight and a half out of ten, um, shiny box thingies. <laughs> Geiger counters. You mean they're ghost traps? Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Uh, Matt? All right. Um, I rather much enjoy seeing Holtz. <laughs> I rather much enjoy hearing his voice. I rather much enjoy seeing him being a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> Therefore, I shall give this episode 7.5 Deep Scary Voices. 
Nice. Beautiful. I was Beautiful. confused by this episode. <laughs> and then less confused, I found the frolicking in the back alley really lame and cringe-inducing. Uh, the Cordy stuff was great. Uh, Grusselug is a loser. Um, Wesley is super hot right now uh, with his broodiness. Lila is such a bitch, also super hot. Um, she's really mean to him. Like, he's really mean. Um, and I, I didn't expect to see Justine back. That was kind of interesting for half a second. Uh, Holtz is the worst. Uh, yeah. He also has some pretty pathetic loaf on his face. They could have done a better job with the makeup. And what, does, what do we say about Stephen and Connor? Uh, at least he's not... Uh, Gun and Fred eating breakfast. <laughs> so, I'm going to give this episode 5 out of 10 missed opportunities to stake someone with a glow stick. Oof. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Robin, you want to go? Uh, sure, are you still thinking? Well, no. Go ahead. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I think I will go. Yeah. I think that... Um, I really like all the the character flourishes, you know, like uh, what I was trying to say earlier. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> they, ready for like, they, didn't, they didn't forget that back in the day when Holt's family was murdered, that he was a Christian back in the 1800s. And, like, they brought that into his character again. Um, mm-hmm. And how I liked how Angel and Connor worked so well as a team and that I like that Connor has superpowers and um, but this episode was kind of dry mm. it's just very uh, dramatic overly dramatic and you know I, I agree like, some parts were like that I totally agree sorry dry so I give it 7 out of 10 undead Americans oh alright um I guess uh, I'm just going to be. I'm just going to say I love this episode. It's probably one of the best in a in a few weeks. Um, uh, Got to say uh, 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 thank you and goodbye to the awesome Tim Minear for a while at least. Uh, Freaking always bringing in the awesomeness, the great direction, the, the heavy drums that I love about this show. Um, and of course uh, Keith uh, <laughs> plays uh, Holtz. <laughs> Uh, good job to you, sir. Um, they're both listening. <clears throat> um, yeah, this 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 episode. I together, th- together. They, they listen to podcasts together <laughs> during their commute. Yeah, Tim's smoking a cigarette, and Keith is just talking in his scary voice about how uh, lame I am. <laughs> I don't like him very much, Tim. Uh, <laughs> uh, what can I say? This is I, I love how uh, this Holtz plan actually kind of comes together really well at the end of the season. That this this like huge uh, vengeance against him. It you know it, it's like they kind of trick you, and I guess it definitely tricked Illyrio quite a bit by by Holtz like suggesting that perhaps you know he's learned his ways and. Um, He's ready to hand his son over, and he's such an idiot about it. And then, but then at the last minute, you see that he's uh, just played his final game and really just screwed everybody around him. Um, so I don't know. I love I've lo- I love glowy Cordy. I love the lack of Gru and pancake kisses. Uh, and uh, that that yeah, that the nightclub scene was freaking awesome. 
I love all the camera work in that. And, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to give it a 9 out of 10 um, 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 confusing letters. <laughs> wow. Hey, everyone. That's what we thought. It brings it up to a 7.4 for this episode. Uh, that was me lowering the average, <laughs> in case anyone's wondering. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's what we thought. You can let us know what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail.com. Um, yes. And you can go to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. You can follow us on Twitter at redemptioncast and you can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com to download individual episodes like it's 1996. <laughs> and you can find previous episodes, previous seasons in their own RSS feeds there as well. So I think it's quote time. Yeah. Matt, what's your quote? Well, we've, we've touched on a couple of them, but I'll go with I'll go with this one. It is a beautiful day. If my princess asks, tell her I've gone for a walk. If she asks. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to drop that zero and find himself a hero, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a woman at a bar. There's a gang of vampires <laughs> that are after her. You have to help her. <laughs> I thought that was a great way to mix up the. You know, we've seen. Uh, you know, oh, I have a vision. I oh wait, guys, I read the wrong one. I have to do that over. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Give me a moment. <laughs> I can see her. A woman, angel. She's all alone. She doesn't see them. Angel, you have to hurry. Yeah. That's the one she yelled. The one earlier is the one that she said after she stopped yelling. <laughs> My apologies. We got the gist. <laughs> but yeah, it was time to it was time to shake up the whole Oh, Cordy's having a vision. Oh my god, yeah, that Angel's was getting really lame. And now yeah. it's like it's we're we're guessing every time. It's keeping us on our visionary toes. Yeah. Yeah. Kim? Hey, that's actually Uncle Filthy Demon to you. God damn it, Kim. What do I always go last? <laughs> okay, so he survived an unspeakable hell dimension. Who hasn't? Yeah, that was great. That was great. You know, hey, Robin. Yeah. Robin, I'm giving this a 6 out of 10 for because Steph reminded me of that awesome Yes. Movie. That was a great callback. That was really, really wonderfully sarcastic and wonderful from Fred. We're up That's to 7.6 kind of now. There you go. <laughs> Can I go now? Sure. See you next time. <laughs> Get, getting a good, strong reading here. Should I be wearing lead? Because I actually have something. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. That was hilarious. You he know he does. Suit. Of course he has a lead suit. Oh, man. Well, you got some serious mojo going on, girl. Whatever deal you stuck, you struck with the powers, it looks like they get. It looks to me like they gave you the full package, all the extras. That kind of, uh, that kid was toxic when he came here tonight. Heavy on the ick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't recall. Would you require an invitation for a place like this? Public accommodation? No. <laughs>
Jesus. Illyrio, are you sure you don't want to read the letter as your quote? <laughs> <laughs> Please no. The entire letter. <laughs> I'm looking for it, actually. Oh. Dearest Stephen, <laughs> this is a most difficult letter for me to write. You mean more to me than... All I can hear is the voice that, that Helen Krabappel hears when <laughs> when Woodrow Wilson has to give her a goodbye love letter. My dearest Edna. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not reading it. It's just, I'm just going to crack up. I'm just going to crack up. Uh. <sighs> All right. Awesome. Uh, hey, Matt, thank you so much for being our guest. Well, thank you for having me again. Yay. <laughs> um, or rather, thank you again for having me. Uh, much better. Uh, <laughs> and uh, do you do you have anything you want to plug? I have nothing. All right. <laughs> All I do is listen to podcasts while I work. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. You're better off than Gru. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for being so patient and for being on our show. And uh, I think what's left is to talk about next time. Yeah, 45 episodes left. One episode left in season three. The next episode is called Tomorrow. Okay, predictions, Kim. I don't know. What? <laughs> That's my prediction. I don't know. Of course you do. I, 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 Stephen kills I Gru. It's I obvious. I think we're a bit duped by that. I don't know. Stephen kills mm. Gru. I think Gru's going to be still mistaken for Angel and whatever. Cordy's going to set him free. Hmm. He's going to go back to the demon world with with uh, with um, Connor. I think Gru is. Yeah. Oh, is it that? Is it that Gru? Gru wants to take Angel back with him, but he mistakes. Uh, no, uh, Stephen wants to take Angel back with him, but he mistakes Gru for Angel because it's dark, sure. and yeah, he maybe yeah. got hit in the, on the head. Yeah, yeah, by a guitar, exactly. and he doesn't really know what's going on. That's, I can see that happening. Um, yeah. I I think Gun will die. I think Gun will die. Wow! No, wow! I think Gun will die because it's out of nowhere, <sighs> and we kind of like him now. Also, Wesley is going to come back into the fold, baby. Oh no, no! Wesley's going <laughs> to kill Stephen. Oh, scrap all my other predictions. Wesley kills Stephen. Angel flips. Shit. That's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I can hardly wait for you guys to see what actually does happen. <laughs> well, I'll be watching it in a month. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too busy. Maybe in a couple weeks. We'll see what, yeah. what your schedule is like. It'll be great. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Good night. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.